Hi, welcome to the Lima Reads podcast. This is where you can hear from Lima Public Library staff about our all-time favorite authors and stories and what we're currently reading. You may also hear news about the library and our community. Hi everyone, I've got Sarah with me again to talk about uh, this month's Killer Reads book selection. Unfortunately, our book club won't be able to meet to discuss it, but I would still encourage all of you to read it because it looks fascinating. Sarah, tell us more about this delightful title. This month for March, we read The Trial of Lizzie Borden, A True Story, which is the, all the rage in the Lizzie Borden world, if you're a big fan. Which you are. <laughs> I am a big fan. Um, it's written by Kara Robertson, and it is a very well-written book about really not just the case itself, not just about Lizzie itself, but really the nation's reaction and how that influenced um, not only that particular case, but really the country's mindset as far as sensationalism and murders and media and all that stuff like that. So there's a lot in this one little book. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about sensationalism of the trial. Can you speak on that mm-hmm. a little bit? Well, when a, a Sunday school teacher is accused of bludgeoning her parents to death with a hatchet, it you know, <laughs> I mean, it gets people talking, sure. It gets a lot of attention, particularly in a small community in Massachusetts in 1892. Um, it's not something that happened often. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> you say allegedly. I say thankfully. You know, different mindsets. Um, so until then, you know, obviously murders happened, you know, crimes happened and that sort of thing. Um, but a trial in America hadn't really gripped the nation's attention like Lizzie's did until this time. So this was like the O.J. Simpson trial of its day and really the first in our nation's history in that regard in that it was constant media coverage, constant media speculation. Everybody, you know, households in California were talking about it. Mm-hmm. It just was the trial of the century. And at that point, they could safely say so because they were closing the 18th century. <laughs> right, right. Do you think that that was kind of informed by the whole Jack the Ripper debacle in the UK? Or is that too far out it, time-wise? It, it was. I mean, people definitely had, uh, just like today, I mean, the whole idea of Killer Reads is that we, you know, really, in, I don't want to say enjoy, but um, these thriller-type stories mm-hmm. captivate, uh, you know, people's attention. And... Uh, Certainly reading about Jack the Ripper and everything that was going on with that, that was something that, you know, for a long time, murder, like these details were just something you didn't discuss. It Mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, whispers when you thought the kids were asleep, maybe kind of thing, but it wasn't something you would discuss over dinner or, you know, down at the pub kind of thing. And, you know, cases like Jack the Ripper and Lizzie Borden really, with the media's um, coverage of it, made it polite conversation you could sit down at a park next to someone and start like did you read the latest article that came out about the Borden trial Mm -hmm. you know and people were discussing it in a much more um casual way Mm -hmm. that's so interesting the power of the pen to (laughs) to change sort of social customs Mm -hmm. of that time period to make something that was unacceptable now Mm -hmm. acceptable and Mm -hmm. and draw people in Mm -hmm. I think there was an element of that sensationalism. I almost wonder at that time period if some of those newspaper journalists were more uh, author, uh, fictional story author mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. wannabes or they were getting yeah, their practice they, in at the local newspaper before. They definitely before. took liberties. Yes. Um, there was a lot of discussion over, you know, what Lizzie was wearing, you know, her, the look she gave. Did she look faint? Did she look, was there, a, you know, her, did her eyes missed up when she was talking about the last dinner she had with her parents? You know, all of that was discussed in the newspaper in a way that wouldn't be covered, you know, in a, say, a, a robbery murder that, you know, sort of, it was much more, um, written in a narrative type way and a lot of it too came from the fact that Lizzie was a woman mm-hmm. and you know the idea that a woman could be capable of such a violent and this was incredibly violent mm-hmm. um, crime was just beyond what people were willing to accept and wasn't that ultimately what got her out of being convicted was that, that- people could not fathom mm-hmm. that she had not only mm-hmm. the the mental capabilities to commit such an act, but the physical strength needed mm-hmm. for it, or the uh, the utzpa, if yeah. you will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she. There was definitely. I mean, there's lots of theories, and there was no smoking hatchet, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was definitely, you know, this idea that even there was a mountain of. Um, circumstantial evidence very much like the oj simpson trial Mm -hmm. but no direct you know haha piece of evidence and without that um there is a lot of um feeling then and now that the jury could not bring themselves to say yes a woman a sunday school teacher a respected member of the community did this awful thing they just didn't want to put that official stamp on it they couldn't go there without that smoking hatchet Mm -hmm. have you watched any of the um I think there's a, a TV series by maybe Netflix or Amazon mm-hmm. Prime that that looks at Lizzie's life after the trial. Have you I followed have not, any of that? I have not seen that. I've read um, several books on Lizzie Borden. Um, she's always been interesting to me, not only as, from a true crime sense, but just as you know, a woman of history. As it were, a, a name that is very familiar. I mean, most people know the rhyme. You know, Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave her father 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41 without really knowing much more about it. Mm-hmm. So she's a part of our mythology and our folklore. And just that being out there, I've always been interested in her. And there has been a resurgence of Lizzie Borden. There's been several movies. I've noticed to, that lately. You know, <laughs> documentaries and stuff like that. So she's still very much with us. And... Uh, I don't know. I, her case continues to be fascinating. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll ever solve it. But. No, I think at this point, any evidence that would conclusively, mm-hmm. you know, unless somehow a letter came up that she wrote to, you know, on her mm-hmm. deathbed, you know, they conclusively say she definitely wrote this, which even that would be difficult, mm-hmm. you know, um, we'll probably never know for sure, which is important, I think, to the continuance of her story and the myth and that folklore, people mm-hmm. still talking about it. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it sounds like an interesting book, so I hope that people will pick it up and read it. But let's talk just very tidbitly Mm -hmm. on on April's Killer Reads Mm -hmm. title. Um, What do you want to share about it? We are going to be reading about another femme fatale. Ah. Uh, This time, a young lady, it's called A Daughter's Deadly Deception by Jeremy Gamaldi. And it is about a young college student who is implicated in the murder of her parents. So many similarities here. So the yes. plan in April is to discuss both of these titles, right? Since yes. we're not meeting in March. Yes, we both. And it will be interesting to compare a trial of a woman in the mm-hmm. 19th century compared to the trial of a woman today, because this happened, I think, in the 
2010s. Yeah. Well, that will be interesting. So I hope you all can join us. When will that meeting be held? That will be April 27th at 630, and we meet downstairs in room two. And I look forward to seeing you there. All right, Sarah, thanks again. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening to Lima Reads. Keep the conversation going by commenting on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Lima Public Library. 